the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. It is all mine. <laughs> Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. You finished all your Christmas shopping already, haven't you, my dear skins? I think you have. Yeah, other than maybe odds and ends that might pop up. Yeah, everything's done. Yeah. Are you one of these people that's like, if you're out there and you finish your Christmas shopping in like July, okay. No, I don't <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm usually plowing through December. You know what I find, though, with the people that finish their shopping? Uh, in July, those are the people that buy the generic gifts, right? Those are the people that they're walking through Walmart and they see like a six pack of cheeses from around the world and they're like, let me pick this up. And- I might make notes in July, <laughs> but I don't buy anything till like November. Yeah, but you know the people I'm talking about that like, they, oh, I, I'm finished with all my gifts. Yeah, and I bet you are. And I'm, uh, and am I, am I going to get the, the, uh, cheeses from around the world that you picked up hey, somewhere you know along what? the way? I have no problem with cheeses from around the world. <laughs> you know are talking about the generic gifts that you know when you open it up from a friend that they weren't like 75 other people got the same gift yeah or there was just no thought you know it was just like oh you know they're they're walking around target and they see some slippers that were on you know 75 percent off and they pick them up and it's like i'll find somebody i can give these to at christmas time and if and if the, you do that by the way you know <laughs> i hope you take it in the spirit in which i intend it um i believe every gift is is awesome it's just those i'm just saying those are the people that usually have it done by july those aren't the people that usually are tortured with with wondering oh my gosh what can i get this person what would they like what would they not um, i'm just not really good at the gift giving by the way i kind of have to i kind of have to have somebody tell me what they like i'm good at it and the thing i hate and i usually you know sometimes i even ask people you know what do, what do you want and if i hear money or gift cards that's just not my jam really I don't have a problem giving giving gift cards to people. You do. I prefer. It's not very personal, if you ask me. I, I well, I I like I like it if I'm dealing with somebody that I know personally needs to get a gift card because maybe um, they need a new pair of shoes and there's just no way that I can know exactly no, what. Sometimes, sometimes they work. Sometimes they work, and and because sometimes I give a gift card actually for a specific item that I know somebody's going to need to go pick up themselves because there's maybe like a sizing issue or, or, or something. Um, but in general. Or, or if I want to give somebody, if I know somebody likes to go to the movies, I might pick up a movie card, right? It's a gift card, but it's for them specifically to go to the movies. So targeted gift cards, I might do. So like for Iron Mountain Outfitters, as a matter of fact, <laughs> although I'm going to be there tomorrow and I don't plan on buy- on using gift Dapper cards. I think Dan's expecting you, so, do- so you got to show up now. Well, well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to go. I told him. Yes. Dapper Dan, are you waiting for me? 
Please be there tomorrow at 11 a.m. when I'm going to go. to. Yeah, he, he if Dapper Dan knew that I went to Iron Mountain Outfitters when he wasn't there, he would just be so upset. So, of course, Dapper Dan is going to be there. I'm going to get to hang out with Dapper Dan. I already know the thing about Iron Mountain Outfitters for me that's so perfect is because who does not like a flannel shirt? You wear flannel shirts all the time. Who does not like a flannel shirt that's warm enough to be a jacket? Everybody does. Who doesn't wear jean jackets, right? Who doesn't wear who doesn't wear like khaki pants and stuff? I mean, e- even if you don't have anybody who who's a working man or woman there there's something for everybody at iron mountain outfitters right from accessories to, to backpacks and, and so it's it's a one-stop shopping and i like to shop local and i like brick and mortar and especially if i'm buying clothes one of the you know there's these memes going around have you seen them that it's like what i ordered and what i got and and they're and they're not hyperbole. They're no, they're not. Very true. I've no, they're not. Experienced that so many times. Oh yeah, there's the, there's one clothing site in particular that's like the joke. Now it's just like the the household joke, and I'm not going to say the name of the company, but they're just famous for their their site looking everything looking beautiful. Then you get it, and it's just you know the quality is terrible. So that's one reason why I shop brick and mortar. So um, the quality on the clothing from from Filson to Browning and Carhartt. I don't have my Sherpa hoodie on tonight because it's actually warm in the studio. It's too hot for me to wear it in here right now. Gator loves my Sherpa hoodie, by the way, my Sherpa line hoodie. It's big enough for me to put him in it and snuggle. So anyway, Iron Mountain Outfitters, 8-3. Let me make sure I get eight four nine three La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear on the outside. I'm going to be there this weekend picking up some gear from for some very important people in my life. That's where you need to go to finish up your Christmas shopping. Go ho- hook up with my buddy, uh, my buddy's there, and they will hook you up with everything that you need. Um, you know what else I was thinking of? And by the way, like some of the gear that's at Iron Mountain is, per, you know, it's just, I love that the style that I grew up with, kind of hunting and fishing and kind of, you know, flannel kind of stuff is on trend. I think, you know, I think it's it's an homage to my Southern people, my people and my roots, by the way. Um I think in general, I was thinking about this today, Skins. I don't know at what point in which you, you know, I, I don't know about Southern California. I grew up in the South, but, and, and I'm a little bit older than you, but in my generation, we couldn't wait till we moved away from home. I could not wait to leave home. To me, it was a rite of passage. I went off to college at 17, but even then the idea of moving back home over the summer killed me. Right. I don't know anybody in my life and in my in in our generations. That was the thing you wanted to branch out on your own. Right. And that's just not where people are today. Right. To me, it was a rite of passage to move out at 17 or 18 and and get that apartment. And you were supposed to have crappy furniture and and no no art on the walls because that was just, you know, you wanted to be an adult and you wanted you wanted to move into adulthood. And I, I just think that, you know, now what's going on, I think part of part of the the issue that we've got in terms of our culture and inflation and the price of everything skyrocketing and people not being able to afford homes is it's also going to stunt the growth of teens and young adults because who can afford that actually at this point to move out on their own? I don't know what got me thinking about it today. It just it just seems sad to me because I just think that was such a time in my life that was just so exciting. I was so excited to move out on my own and start my life as an adult. Um, you were a dad raising two kids throughout your young adulthood. You didn't get to party like I did. But don't you see that as a difference between our generations and kids today? 
I mean, I mean, I do, but uh, you know, to be honest, I live. I actually, my mom helped me out quite a bit with with my children. We all lived in one big giant uh, conglomerate, uh, for better lack of of phrasing, because you know, raising two kids uh, in Southern California financially is it's rough to do on your own. Well, that's different. You were almost like that the Dallas family. You know, they all lived well, the, on, the, on the ranch, pretty, pretty right? right? I mean, really. Uh, I I wouldn't say you're, you're I like that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't. What was the name of the who out there? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. There was Jr. It was it Miss Ellie. What was the name of the parents? There was Miss Ellie, and then Jr. and uh, the Ewing. That was a great show. Yeah, remember remember the whole thing? Who shot Jr.? Who remembers that? I do remember that. What was the name? Somebody call me eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We're going old school now. Old school TV was a jock. It was Jock Ewing. He was he was the dad. So you guys and they had like, did you guys do like the Ewings? Did you have like cocktail hour where everybody came together at like ah, five, five I mean, o'clock and, you and know what? everybody's not in a dress off. and a suit and a tie? No, well, not in a suit and a tie, but <laughs> I would have never thought you would be a Dallas. Oh, loved it. And you know what? Then they brought the show back and I refused to watch the new incarnation. Wouldn't do it. There was a new incarnation. They and I read reviews that they pretty much destroyed the show. Yeah, I I don't think yeah. There's some reboots that aren't good. Everybody's obsessing right now on the reboot of Wednesday from the Adams Family. It that's does on Netflix. look at least for me interesting. Yeah, um, I've started watching one episode, and I do think I wasn't a huge fan of Adam's Family when I was growing up, but I do think this this series um, is intriguing. It's interesting. I haven't gotten hooked and obsessed yet, but I think it's really good. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get a little bit more serious. But if you want to call in and tell us your thoughts on the Dallas show with the Ewings, let us know. 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Who would have thought that DJ Potato Skins watched the TV show Dynasty back in the day? Dynasty and Dallas, those were, those were two of my jams. Oh my gosh. Okay, was it, okay which character was your favorite on, uh, on Dynasty? Because to me, that show was so campy. Right. I mean, we had Linda Evans, Crystal Carrington with a, like her shoulder pads were each shoulder pad on pad was like bigger than her head. Right. Didn't have a favorite character in Dynasty. But in I have to tell you, in uh, Dallas, it was all about Jr. baby. Oh, Jr. was amazing. It's just what was I don't remember the name of the actor who played Jr. but he was so brilliant. He was he played in I Dream of Genie. What yep. was his name? Why am I not able to remember anybody's names anymore? Um, gosh. Gosh, I can't remember his name. But then I also... Oh, I'm checking. Okay, yeah. Then I also found out during the break, though, that Skins doesn't like one of my favorite shows, which is Gilmore Girls. No, the pacing on that. Oh, the, my there's God. no pause between any of the dialogue. It's too fast. Well, because they talk like I do. <laughs> they t- no You're one too fast, Andrea. You're too fast. <laughs> I, do, I do talk at a quick pace. That is just me. All right, so um, while well, Skins... Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman. Larry Hagman. Good looking dude. He, I thought he was good looking. I mean, he wasn't as cute as Patrick Patrick Duffy, right? Who played uh, the brother. I don't remember the brother's Bobby. character. Bobby. Bobby, who played Bobby Ewing. Remember how, then it, it went off the rails when Bobby, when Patrick Duffy left to do a sitcom or whatever it was. Then he comes back and the, and he, they had killed him off. And then he comes back and they do the shower scene and Pam sees him in the shower and it's like he never left. And that's uh-huh. when it's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> you dug it though, right? I did. <laughs> All right. We got to get serious right now. 
I do not have a TikTok account. I never will. Uh, I never will. Um, the I, I believe that there is uh, has a ban has been put put in place. I'm not sure when it's going to take effect for U.S. government employees that they are not um, allowed to open up a TikTok account um, because it is a Chinese Communist Party uh, social media uh, site that is stealing your data. Um, I think a lot of people don't care about that because they think, you know what, our data has already been breached and, you know, it, we've we, the toothpaste is out of the tube on that one. Well, if that's not a reason for you to stay off TikTok or to keep your children off of TikTok, hear this. Um, a study has been done of TikTok and reported by the Center of Countering Digital Hate revealed that TikTok's algorithms are recommending self-harm, suicide and eating disorder content to 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 new users, children shortly after they join the platform. Here's what happened. Um, the study involved researchers creating TikTok accounts and posing as 13-year-old users interested in body image and mental health content. The results showed that within just two and a half minutes of joining uh, the app, TikTok algorithms began to recommend suicidal content to new accounts. So a 13-year-old goes on there and shows interest in body image and mental health, and they come back with suicide. Additionally, eating uh, disorder content was recommended within as little as eight minutes. Wow. This is not just, I mean, to me... I have to think that this is not just about the Chinese Communist Party stealing data. It's about how can they how can they affect our culture? How can they destroy the culture of American citizens? And again, just like we were talking about with Bob Walters in the schools, the battle for the future of this country is through the children. Researchers in the study discovered 56 TikTok hashtags hosting eating disorder videos with over 13.2 billion views. James Steyer, founder and CEO of Common Sense Media, commented on the study stating that the new report by the Center for Countering Digital Hate underscores why it is past time for TikTok to take steps to address the platform's dangerous algorithmic amplification. It's bombarding teens with harmful content that promotes suicide. I say it's time for Americans to wake up and keep their kids off of these apps. Get them off. Get them off. I think there's a, a, a Republican lawmaker in Texas that's wanting to ban all social media apps for anybody under the age of 18, and I think that's a good idea. You know what? would solve a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, Chinese company ByteDance launched TikTok in 2017. It's only been around since 2017. Wow. Uh, and the social media app has quickly become one of the fastest growing in the world. It's got it's uh, by 2021, it's reached one billion active uh, users. You know, and I know so many, uh, not you know, close personal friends, but I know so many people that are they're on the platform, influencers, uh, uh, you know, fashion influencers, whatever. And you know, they think it's cool to be on there. That people just don't realize what's actually going on, right? And it, you know, and and parents. <sighs> I get it, you know. I, I'm not a I'm not a parent, but you've ra- you raised not just kids, twins, which has got to be like <laughs> whole different experience. Whoa, I mean that's got to be as hard as like having five, you know, kids spaced it's out. Not double the work, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot more work. But I mean, I've got siblings that have kids, and so I know how hard it is. I know how tempting it would be to just give your kid a device, right, and just occupy him. I mean, one of my nieces just, you know. Um, 
it was like it, it, we well i guess my sister kind of did it with the with the movie uh dalmatians you know if we if we if if we if anybody wanted to keep kelsey the who we called the screamer if you wanted to occupy kelsey for a couple hours to sit her down in front of dalmatians right uh the disney movie that was her, her thing so i get it but we're not talking about just occupying your kid with a movie a disney movie or an animation thing. we're talking about occupying your kid with something that could lead them down the path of suicide tiktok actually there's been all kinds of trends that have happened on tiktok that were deadly in september I didn't talk about this on the show, um, but evidently there was some some TikTok challenge. There's all these challenges that actually challenges kids to do things that are deadly. One of the challenges involved children cooking chicken in NyQuil. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about this one, no. So uh, it's deadly um, because I guess NyQuil has, has alcohol in it, not to mention other medicines in NyQuil. And I would imagine that when you heat up chicken, raw chicken and some NyQuil and you heat it up, that it could explode or something. Um, but, it, and, and I guess kids were eating it. Somehow kids were taking this challenge. I don't know who came up with it and they were dying. Another challenge in uh, 2020 involved, uh, TikTok users urging them to take large doses of Benadryl to induce hallucinations. Uh, this resulted in reports of teens being result, uh, rushed to the hospital and dying. Why would you have your kid on an app that's in- literally encouraging them to die, either with some stupid challenge or by su- suicidal ideology or through eating disorders? I've read so many bad stories, Andrea, that have just gone south that they all involve either not even TikTok, but in some cases, Instagram, these challenges that are just destroying our youth. Yeah. uh, Last year, uh, school officials spoke out about a bathroom challenge, which encouraged students to vandalize school restrooms. Um, The challenge, also known as Devious Licks, involved videos depicting vandalism of trophy cases, hallways and classrooms, as well as theft of fire extinguishers, school signs and other property. Um, the Chinese app also rewards U.S. users by making them go viral or become, quote, TikTok famous for behaving foolishly. Um, on one hand, this is accomplished by posting frivolous dance videos, but on the other, it's for popularizing dangerous trends or posting sexual content. Look, this is this is just the perfect tool for the uh, our enemy, the Chinese Communist Party, to destroy our nation by destroying our children. I, I just don't understand why any parent would have their kid have a TikTok account. It's just well, and even from a privacy standpoint, I don't, I can't even imagine uh, that if you're an adult out there, you're okay with having a TikTok account. Yeah, I guess it's because here in America, you know, we've kind of got we've kind of gone off the rails in our own way in terms of of pushing evil on children and corrupting children's mind to their detriment, if not their death. Uh, the first ever Children's and Family Emmy Awards ceremony uh, focused heavily on, I guess you could, I bet you could guess it, LBGTQ themes. Um, here's a report on it. Please play clip four. The first annual Children's and Family Emmy Awards focusing heavily on LGBT themes. The video on the screen showing Muppet Babies which received an outstanding award for outstanding writing. The ceremony highlighted an episode from the show where character Gonzo cross-dresses. The event was quick to spark controversy online. 
Well, I can see why. They have now destroyed one of my favorite Muppet characters. I Okay, so uh, explain this to me because, first of all, I'm hearing... I never watched the Muppets. Oh, I'm hearing it. Muppet Babies and a character named Gonzo. So how young is this character that they have portrayed as cross-dressing? Um, I, would, I mean, I have not seen Muppet Babies in forever. I mean, that was even in cute our incarnation of the show. I would probably say three to four. This is... This is I mean, this is a children's show, a Todd. That when I watched this video, by the way, this is the audio. It looked like a toddler age character yeah. cross dressing. So now um, we've got this, uh, and I had no idea that this was going on. So they're winning an award. This got an award, yay! The 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 award um, for corrupting the minds of children and encouraging drag and encouraging uh, gender and all everything related to that goes to you know a, an animated cartoon show that's pushing this crap on toddlers. So no wonder we've got parents that are happy you know, to have their kids on TikTok and being corrupted. You know we've <sighs> like you were saying earlier. Can you really blame the kids? Can't blame the kids. Can't blame the kids. What we've got to blame is we've got to blame parents. We've, and we've got, to, we've got to make sure that parents out there understand. Not every parent knows. They're thinking, they're thinking TikTok is all about dance videos. There's a lot of parents that have no idea what TikTok is about. And that's partly why you know, we wanted to do this story because we wanted to educate people. Um, but we need to be running, running from that. All right, speaking of running, California's fifth largest county might be wanting to run away from California and succeed from the state. We're going to take a break and share that story with you on the other side. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Andrea, you and I need to meet because you're the only person on radio that has real common sense. And I'm a good friend of Dave Elhoff. I'll try and call you sometime on the radio. I should be a person called Joe Friday. And I can come on every Friday and back you up because I trust what you say and the knowledge that you have. And I like to light the dynamite. Have a great night. Well, you know what, Joe Friday? I'd love to have a Friday segment with you, Joe Friday. So you uh, you call in. Uh, email me at com. Let's start there. Email me at com. Now, speaking of emails, I got an email today from somebody who saw me doing an, an interview yesterday on Tipping Point on One American News, and he just thought that I used the word right too many times. So you know what? You know what, Tim, I think your name is. <laughs> I I, I got to tell you, I'm flattered by the fact that anybody would take take the time out of the, I love that I'm flattered anytime anybody calls on the show, anytime anybody emails. I mean, it's just like, you know, to think that anybody listens to me um, is, is I listen to you five days on. a week. Yeah, you do. Thank you for that. You're and, welcome. And sometimes you want to get up and run out screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> but anyway, I was just tickled today that somebody would take the time, watch me in an interview and take the time to email me to say that I said the word right too many times. Um, I just well, you are right. I, I am right. A lot. I am. And I'm on the far right. Um, okay, so San Bernardino. California's fifth largest county has voted to study a plan to succeed um, from the state of California. We have not had a state 
um, succeed and go off on its own since Hawaii back and we know when was that? When, so what did it when, become the state of San Bernardino? Yeah, they, they're well, they're investigating it. This hasn't happened. A creation of a new state since Hawaii in 1959. Um, they're they're upset with the sharp increase in cost of living. They're sick of the crime. They're sick of the homelessness. Basically, they're sick of everything that is California right well, you now. Well, yeah, hat tip to them for at least trying to do something about it. Yeah, I mean, the likelihood of it happening, I mean, uh, according to this article, um, this being on Fox News, by the way, there have been more than 220 attempts to break up California over its 172-year history, all of which have failed. Succession requires approval by Congress and the legislature, yeah, by the way. Yeah, fat chance of that happening. Fat chance of that happening. They don't want to break up California. What but, were your thoughts? I mean, I know Congress probably wouldn't let it happen. When they right. tried to divide, uh, I believe, California into three separate parts. Um, I'm not an expert on things that have to do with that. I mean, and, and, and creation of a new state. I actually think it's a great idea. I think that we should have been thinking a long time ago about long time ago. about actually dividing up the United States, to be honest with you, because the reality is I am not interested and I cannot reach across the aisle with anybody that would mutilate the genitals of a five-year-old. I don't want anything. There's no to, halfway point. There's no that. halfway. We are no longer the United States of let's debate over Keynesian economic theory or you know the laffer curve right i mean this is just this is not who we are anymore over gee let's talk about you know uh, the traditional stuff on taxation right as to you know whether or not you know we you know raise interest rates you know half a percent that's not where we're at in the united states anymore we're talking about the battle right now is between and america first and maga versus the communist America first is about a restoration of America because we're already down the road to, to communism, right? And, and many aspects of that's already in play. Um, it's it's really about a restoration of America principles, what this country was founded on, individual liberty, religious liberty, freedom, individual accountability. This com- country does not owe you a dime, literally. And we're about a national sovereignty with a sealed border, not about an open border, global society, new world order, one world world government. We're not about that. That's communism, right? Um, so, it, you know, it's about traditional America versus communism. That's the debate. And I'm and I can't reach across the aisle with anybody that thinks that they've got the right to. Uh, mutilate a child, got a right to tell me, tell a parent what should happen with their kid, got a right to tell me when I can open my business, when I can't. I'll do me, you do you. Yeah. Um, We are actually, it used to be the Democrat was the party of live and let live, right? Uh, You know, stay out of my, the, the, the people that like to talk about stay out of my bedroom are the people that want to control every aspect of my life. Don't tell me stay out of my bedroom and then expect me to pay for your birth control, right? Or pay for your abortion. And don't tell me to stay out of your bedroom when you want to force somebody else to get the jab. Right. Uh, The only freedom that the Democrat Party wants you to be able to have is the freedom to kill your child. That's it. Everything else they seek to control. Choose one of 27 supposed genders. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, I actually I started talking about whether or not we should split up the U.S. a year and a half ago. Maybe even a little bit, maybe even a couple years ago, because I can't work. I can't work with uh, anybody that would be involved in any in any of that business. So we'll see. Um, I, I don't know. At least so far, they've commissioned uh, the, uh, a study of this. San Bernardino, getting back to this county, there are 20,000 20, square foot uh, mile 
County. That's huge. That's yeah, huge. San Bernardino is by no means small. It's it, there's a two million residents living there, and they're just sick of it. So, um, well, I hope they do some serious exploring because you know what? I think we're all sick of it. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we can't all move to Florida, right? We can't. Oh, at least we can uh, move to San Bernardino. Yeah. Let's take some of our let's take some of our country back. There's an idea. Um, so the push for there's that there's that construction guy. I'm pausing, guys. I hope uh, forgive me, but I'm so distracted with this this new newly started construction that's happened in the back of my head. Um, but it's actually good timing for it because it's kind of like they're jackhammering cobalt, right? It almost sounds like there's a lithium battery for electric vehicles and green energy drilling um, pit going on above my head in the studio, and the idea of green energy and part of the Great Reset and the green the green new deal that the Democrats put. That's supposed to be about um, saving the world from the evil oil and gas industry, right? And they like to talk about how, and, and Joe Biden's over there talking about how we've got to spend money. Climate change is an issue for the minorities. It's an issue for the low-income people. Uh, c- climate change, uh, one of the things they like to talk about is how climate change is, um, I can't remember the terminology because it's so stupid, about how it disproportionately affects the poor people, right? So while they're trying to put that over on Americans, they try to keep from Americans the truth about what's involved in green energy. You know what's involved in green energy? Slave labor. Ever seen the mining that goes on to provide the lithium batteries that are by, that are by the way blowing up in Teslas all over the all over the world? Anybody seen? It's not exactly environmental environmentally friendly. And it also involves slave labor, but that does not that has not stopped the Biden administration from um, opening the door to financing mining projects in the Democratic Republic of Congo and Zambia to bolster the global green energy supply chain to continue to push forward their green um Uh, energy schemes as part of the Great Reset, because part of the way that they want to take over and push their communism over on us, and I've been saying this since going back to the, to the, um, what was it, the climate, uh, the climate change credits that was going on as part of the Obama administration years ago, was that if they could take over our healthcare system and take over energy, then they've got complete control over our lives. And that's why they're trying to actively destroy the oil and gas energy by lying to the American people that it's somehow going to make us safer, that it's going to protect the environment, and it's going to protect the uh, disproportionately affected poor people of the world. And that's all lies. It's all lies. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken entered into the agreement Tuesday, signing a memorandum of understanding with the two nations and lauding their work improving the electric the electric vehicle battery chain. You know what the problem is with that? As I've already talked about, these great mining facilities that are in, in, in destroying the environment in these countries, these uh, green energy technologies the ex- involve the expansion of cobalt, Copper, lithium, nickel, graphite, zinc, and other mineral production. And 70% of that global supply chain of cobalt 
in, in, is done in the uh, Republic of Congo, and it uses child slave labor to do the mining. So just like the Democrats are uh, happy to have TikTok be pushing children to suicidal ideology, pushing children to food disorders, just like they're happy to corrupt children and destroy children by pushing transing on them. They're happy to use child slave labor in the Republic of Congo and Zambia around the world in order to push their green energy boondoggles. Many children, uh, this according to UNICEF and Amnesty International, have documented how many of these cobalt uh, mining operations employ child laborers. Many children um, that spoke to um, that spoke to as part of the Amnesty International have documented that children involved in these facilities are frequently ill. In, inhaling cobalt dust can cause a, a mental lung disease, a potentially fatal condition, according to Amnesty International. Skin contact with cobalt can can cause a chronic rash. Yet the children and other minors have neither masks nor gloves to protect them. The children told us this, according to Amnesty International. They told us that. They work up to 12 hours a day working at the mines, hauling back-breaking loads of between 20 and 40 kilos for $1 to $2 a day. So this is what the Biden administration and you green energy hucksters are doing. You're destroying, the, you're using child's, child labor, uh, child slave labor for a dollar a day. This is evil. Many have nothing to eat all day. 14-year-old Paul, who began mining at age 12 and worked underground, said he would often spend 24 hours down in the tunnels. He said, I would arrive early in the morning and would leave the following morning. Overall, about 40,000 children are believed to work in mines in in the Southern uh, Democratic Republican of Congo, according to UNICEF. It's egregious that the Biden administration would enter into a memorandum of understanding to mine critical minerals in the Congo, where we know they use child slave labor uh, to mine these materials. And they also have zero labor standards and almost zero environmental standards, said Republican uh, Pete Stauber from Minnesota. Absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. One of the things that's interesting is we've talked many times about the ESG standards for corporations, right? This is where corporations are rewarded with better financial deals, higher credit ratings, if they follow environmental. Um, what does ESG stand for? Uh, and, and environment, social, and governance uh, qualifications, right? These standards involving ESG. Well, I want you to listen to a Brigham Minerals executive chairman discussing uh, the ESG ratings and how a Chinese solar panel company that engages in slave labor gets higher ESG ratings than companies in the oil and gas industry. Please play clip three. The second example um, we uh, was a, a passive mineral company that, that owns mineral interests in in shale plays around the country. And the ESG ratings um, for the S gave solar companies um, out, based out of China that actually engage in slave labor a higher ESG rating than our passive mineral company. Um, and uh, so there's a piece written by Chuck DeVore about this uh, that, that we can provide. These ESG ratings aren't about actually doing anything to improve the environment. 
do you think child do you think these mining operations that are destroying the environment are good for the environment who are we kidding here are, are is using child slave labor for a buck a day is that there is that the left's idea of social justice they call them ESG scores when what they really are is the commie is the commie credit system how are these companies doing on furthering communism let's be honest because that's what it's about shameful the truth about the great reset and the climate the climate change hoax is just that that it's about it's about a climate change hoax all right we're going to take a break final segment for tonight here of the week and stink of the week do you have one give us a call 888-344-1170 andrea k the donut queen of san diego it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Have you heard of an actor named Faison Love? No. I haven't either. I think he's, let me see what project he was in. I'm so out of it because Meteor Man. You watch these. Yeah. You know, okay. Meteor Man, I know it well. Okay, so what, is that like a Marvel? What is the, what is no, Meteor Man? It's, uh, I believe it, it's an independent work, but I might, I'm going to have to check. Okay, so is that like a superhero, right? Yes. That would be, okay. So I had never heard him before. I don't, um, I never watch any of these superhero movies. It's just not my genre. It's just not my jam. Um, never, never really have, um, even as a kid. I did like the, um, the Batman TV show with the real actors. Um, Adam West, I think, was, was the actor who played Batman. I liked those. They were so campy. Um, now pulling up the, uh, the old movie right now. Um, yeah, I, I remember this. Okay. I've never seen this before. Well, he's in some hot water tonight. What did he do? Okay. So I report, I think it was last night, I reported on the fact that there's this whole, uh, reparations for uh, black Americans in the state of California panel. And there was this hearing yesterday or the day before. And, uh, the plan was looking into giving uh, black Americans in California $225,000. But then there was this hearing yesterday where they were like, I think we need 15 to 20 acres and 800 you know each should get a house it is marvel comics okay marvel okay so he's come out today and he blasts the idea of two hundred twenty-three thousand dollar reparation payments um because he says that that it's going to go right back to cadillac and mercedes-benz He said that the people will use the money on luxury cars such as Cadillacs and Mercedes. Um, I, I I don't know if he was is he does he have a background in comedy or something? I mean, is that I mean, who is this guy? I mean, he says he liked the idea of them getting money. Um, yeah, but, I I know him as at, only as an actor. Apparently, he's a comedian as well. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, this is kind of like for, you know, this is like It might be something where trope. they're taking him literal and he's not being literal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's just trying to get attention or something. Oh, he's Cuban, by the way. Um, he referred to slaves being treated as tax write-offs during the Civil War. He also brought up the fact that the federal in- income tax was initiated by the U.S. government in order to pay for the Civil War. This guy's a kook. I don't know. I don't, you know, um, income tax uh, was about just our government wanting to grab. All right. So we've given him enough. Uh, um, 
we've given him enough attention. I can tell now by I can tell by some of his outfits that he's just a clown in a clown world. The outfits alone show that he's kind of kooky. Um, the the it, the issue is in in terms of hero of the week and stink of the week. Um, who do you have for for stink? There's a lot of stink this week. You know my my stink overall, and again, I am not. <sighs> calling out the entire Republican Party, but for the Republicans that are not standing up to any of this kooky, commie nonsense that is just each and every day, where are you? You're supposed to be representing our conservative movement and you're not doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I have to say that the the uniparty that is about to, the Republican Party that's about to sign on in this big spending uh, to, quote, fund Why? the government through the rest of the fiscal year. The rest of the fiscal year, I think, would take us into September because fiscal years for, for the government run right. September to September. That's just no excuse for that. And None. and the bill includes 7,500 pork projects. As Charlie Kirk points out, it pretty much handicaps the entire uh, next Congress that's going to be sworn in for, for the House of Representatives. Yeah. Um, I have to say the perpetual stink for me, though, is the Democrat push for for LBGT um, pedophilia. The White House having an event this week in which they brought a drag queen there. Normalizing. Normalizing. Not not just a drag queen, but a drag queen that had tweeted out in grotesque terms, children, uh, uh, sex with children at drag shows is just it doesn't get any any more grotesque for me than that. Honestly, um, who are your thoughts on a hero? You know what? It, and, and I'm not going to say that there's not more than one, but it hasn't. I haven't nominated him or said he was one in a while. Uh, I liked what he's got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I like what President Trump said about free speech. He was spot on the money and we need more of that. Yeah, I think I think. Yeah, I think that policy speech that he gave, I wish he had done it at a rally. Instead of doing rallies where he's just got everybody hyped and he's kind of riffing, I and instead of doing it on Truth Social, he needs more of this and not just on Truth Social. No, out there in public. Right, hold a press conference to where you don't tell everybody what you're going to be talking about. You don't leak it out. They don't know what you're going to be coming and expressing. And then you do it to where it's covered by, you force national legacy media to cover it. But I love, he's 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 a runner-up for Hero of the Week for me. Hero of the Week for me has to be the Norwegian artist who was actually a member of the LBGT community who actually came out against the transing of children. And as a return, in return, is looking at three years in prison and specifically took a risk for that when he went public on it. So that to me is a hero, a hero who's literally risking to put themselves in harm's way on behalf of children is a hero in my book. We'll be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Follow me on all the socials in the meantime and keep the conversation rolling there. Love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.